Hello, and welcome to All Things Travel. You've heard that phrase, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, today, what happened in Vegas stays on this podcast as Ryan discusses his recent family trip to Las Vegas and provides ideas for the whole family to enjoy this vacation destination. You're listening to All Things Travel, episode 38, original air date March 10th, 2021. All right, Shane. So when you think of Las Vegas as a vacation destination, what comes to mind? Other than the hangover, my mom took me to Vegas for my 21st birthday. And really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. I you mean, went not- with your mom to Vegas for your 21st birthday. Mama. Well, see, I was working for the airline and had okay. flight privileges. And so she she went a few times to Vegas before I was 21 and we decided that when I turned 21, she was going to take me. So, yeah. And then went several times with those flight privileges and I wasn't much of a gambler, but I just loved walking around and looking at the casinos, just yeah. the outsides, the insides. It was just a lot of fun seeing, watch, seeing those casinos. Uh, you know, I'm exactly the same thing or same way. And I think, the, the folks who who go to Vegas often and and particularly like gambling are gonna are gonna be yelling at their at their uh, smartphones right now or however they're listening because I'm the I'm the exact same way I can go to Vegas for an entire week and not and not gamble a single dime <laughs> and I just I love seeing everything on the strip it's just the the size of it the scope of it I love going to all the different casinos and seeing the theming. Um, I just absolutely love it. And so for me, yes, Vegas is a mixed bag as far as what you're going to see and what you're going to be around. But I absolutely think, and especially after last week with my family vacation, it is a great family destination, especially for kids who are a little older. And they, they've built it up as a family destination a lot over the past yeah. several years, few decades, a couple of decades. You know, And speaking of the gambling, on that trip, I did try a few you – know, few slot machines, a couple of games. Sure. And uh, I I did pretty good. I did well at roulette and I made a little money at roulette. So then I started thinking, you know, I've got these flight privileges. I can fly back and forth for pretty much nothing with these flight privileges. If I could make this much money every trip, I could do pretty well for myself. So a professional roulettist. Very fluent in the roulette. So I went back again, a couple of weeks later and lost so much money. <laughs> so, ended my career as a professional roulettist. Well, hey, before we talk about this trip and Las Vegas as a family destination, we have um, one thing to ask of you uh, as a listener of this podcast. The first is, if you haven't yet, please take a second and review our show. Give us a five-star review. Tell us what you like about our show. Um, we would love to hear from you. It helps other people find our podcast. And the second thing is share this podcast with a friend. If we've talked about something or a destination or a travel topic that you know somebody has been talking about, thinking about, share that episode with them. Um, you can easily do that in your iPhone messenger. Just send them the exact episode. We would we would really appreciate that. It would again, it would help us get the word out about our podcast and and share our episodes. Just one friend though, I, I 
not no. quite ready yeah. to go viral just yet. So just, no, just let's, one friend. Let's, for not, now. let's not yeah. be crazy. Just, yeah. just one. Just one will be yeah. good. Ne- next week, you can share with another. <laughs> yes. So let me give you a little bit of context for this trip. Um, my wife, this was a work trip for her. She had professional development. Um, and the way that her conferences work is they are usually Friday through Sunday, but just in the mornings. So oftentimes these conferences are at places where people want a vacation. So they take a few hours every morning and do their meetings and then they're off the rest of the day. And so Elizabeth and I were always going to go together. And then she decided a few weeks ago, and and I supported this 100%, that, you know, the kids haven't been on a trip in a while. We've taken a couple trips as a couple. Um, Let's take the kids. And to be quite honest, with remote learning for them, um, they're, they're at school full time, but they but enough of their their peers are remote learning that the classes are are essentially hybrid, and I can work I work remotely anyway. So our our trip we decided to take all four of us. It was originally supposed to be Thursday to Monday, but we actually ended up extending it from Wednesday because I know living in Texas, Shane, <laughs> you know what happened um, the last week when the weather hit. Got a little chilly. And it got a little chilly in the Midwest too. And so we decided to actually stay a little bit just so we didn't have to travel um, until the until the snow and the ice settled down a little bit. So we were at the Bellagio, which was a place that she had always wanted to stay. And so we were excited to, to stay there with the kids. And I'm excited to tell you all about our trip and why Vegas is a great family destination. And I haven't been in so long. I'm excited to hear about what's what's new today. I saw a lot of your pictures that you texted me and saw that you posted on your uh, Disney Travel Dad Instagram feed and just looked like a lot of fun. So I'm glad to finally get to hear about it. Great. Well, the first thing that I would say, and one of the first things, once we decided the kids were going, we knew we had to do a little bit more prep work. Um, you know, there's obviously the obvious things to do in Vegas with the the clubs and gambling and bars and things like that. But when you're taking kids, you have to do a little bit more prep work. And one of the things that we came across was what's called the Go Vegas Packs. And there's lots of options here. You can get anything from an unlimited um, pass where you can do actually day trips and everything like that to just doing discounted um, attractions. And we landed on the, on the four activity pass. So it allowed us for $106 per person. Um, it allowed us to do four different activities while we were there in Vegas and it wasn't timed. I mean, you could do it over the next year if you wanted to do it. And I, I added it up later. We would have spent about $125 per person. Okay. Um, to do all four of the activities. So we saved a little bit of money. You know, we saved about $20 a person. But another advantage there is if you had those passes, you didn't have to wait in line to get tickets. You could just walk up and it was a QR code and you went right through there. So, And I I guess you bought them them in advance. So I did. Yeah, I, I bought them in advance. I bought them online. And then basically what I did was you just downloaded the tickets. Cool. Um, and then I just had those on my phone and I could pull them out and they scanned the QR codes and we were good to go. Cool. So also a way to help with planning and budgeting yeah. and yeah, yeah. excellent. And, and, and one of the things that we did was since we had four activities on our pass, um, since there were four of us, each of us got to say, this is the top thing we wanted to do. And so everybody had a little bit of a say in the in the trip. 
And that was, and that was helpful. You know, my kids are at an age where they appreciate that kind of thing. So I just want to give you some of the highlights of our trip and kind of talk about how we, we viewed this as a family trip. What are some of the things that we did? So we got in on Thursday afternoon and one of the first things that I noticed, and I had, I had the, the other times I've been to Vegas, we'd never rented a car. And one of the, the first things that you do is there's shuttles outside the airport that take you to a car center. And this rental car center is amazing. It's basically a building on the airport property where all the rental cars are together. And it's, it's, I don't know if it's brand new, but it was, it was clean and large and, and smooth. It, It was a really neat experience. And the second thing is the airport in Las Vegas is, is very, very close to the strip. Um, you know, within a, a 10 minute drive, you are in the middle of the strip in Las Vegas. And so the question is, do you need to have a rental car with all the activities I'm going to talk about today? I'm glad that we did, but we also did Uber, um, several times because, um, it was easier to get up and down the strip, especially if the traffic on the weekends and things like that. Sure. I, just like at home. Just like at home, you know, if you're just going to the strip to to spend time there, I don't think you need a rental car. Um, but if you're going to explore it all, it, it's really helpful. What was the weather like when you were there? Because you so you're in Vegas in yep. in middle of February, and middle you think February. Vegas desert yeah. going to be yep. hot. But what's it like in February? So so it was I would say mid sixties. Um, okay. So you know, jeans, sweatshirt. During the during the during the middle of the day, if you're in jeans and a sweatshirt, you're perfectly fine. You might need a lighter coat. Um, other than that, I know this. The week after we left, it was going to get up into the 70s, so it was very very comfortable. Nice. Um, yeah. The only thing is, it was very very dry. Um, sure. So you know, sinus stuff and things like that. I, I wasn't accounting for that. Want to stay hydrated. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're, we'll you're absolutely now, right. One, one of the things that we did was, especially as it became clear that we were going to stay a little bit longer, mm-hmm. we went and bought, we we had water, you know, we bought bottles of water to have in the car. We had bottles of water for the room and yeah, that, absolutely. Excellent. So one of the first things that we did, we che- after we checked into the Bellagio and the kids were just blown away again by the by the scope of everything, right? Sure. You know, they'd oh, never yeah. been in a casino before. They'd never seen anything like like this. We just walked the strip um, and we walked down to the Venetian, which is one of my favorite places because of the theming. It kind of reminds mm-hmm me a little bit of Epcot-ish. You know, you walk in and the and the ceilings are painted like the sky. And I remember the last time when I was in Vegas with my wife, we were having dinner on the plaza there and it got later. So the, so the light would go down. So by the end, it's like you're in the evening. Wow. The kids Just absolutely like love. What's that? Just like in the Hogwarts dining hall. Just like in the Hogwarts <laughs> dining hall. And, um, and the kids absolutely loved it. We had dinner there the first night. You know, we were still getting used to the time change. The it's a three hour difference between home and and Las Vegas, so there was a little bit of that. Um, but that was our first day, and and it was it was absolutely great. The next day in the mornings, um, my wife went to her conference. I did work. My kids were doing schoolwork, and I would say, you know, when you're traveling with families, if you're going to be trying to do that stuff, two pieces of advice: have space. Um, we actually decided when we switched our rooms, when the kids decided to come and we actually got a, a, a two room hotel room. So we had a, we had like a living area and a, and a, a bedroom. And that was really helpful 
for everybody to do their work. And also there were several times that the kids needed to use hotspots from the phones instead of the internet for the hotel. Sure, those are usually pretty um, so just, slow. You know, account, account for that kind of stuff. After my wife was done with her conference, we actually took a trip outside the city. About 20 minutes away is the Red Rock Canyon National Conservancy area. And we actually went to this place twice during our trip. Oh, wow. And it was absolutely amazing. It was, I, you know, it was 20 minutes away from the strip, but it felt like a world away. It's in the, it's in the suburb of Summerlin and it's a scenic loop that you just kind of stop along the way and you can hike. There's anything from general sightseeing to strenuous hiking, climbing rocks. It was just, the kids absolutely loved it. Fun. So tell me about what is this Freed's Bakery? Freed's Bakery. So a couple of years ago, one of the shows that our kids would like to watch, uh, you know, I'm a foodie. They used to like to watch the show called Vegas Cakes where they make these outlandish cakes for birthday parties and, and receptions and things like that. And that bakery was a Las Vegas bakery called Freed's Bakery. And so we decided, and we actually stopped at several of the locations throughout our trip. And they were, you know, sometimes those places, it's more hype than substance. Sure. Everything we had Could here was that. absolutely amazing. So Free, Freed's Bakery all the way. When we got back to the strip, we did our first activity from our go pass. We actually went to the Avengers station, just kind of like a, a Marvel exhibit. It has stuff from both the comics and the movies. And this was actually inside of the treasure Island casino. And this is another tip that I have for going to Vegas with families. A lot of the stuff is in resorts and casinos. So if you don't know it's there, you're not going to find it. Okay. And so that's why a lot of this planning, this pre-planning with like the go pass and seeing what's available beforehand, because if you're just walking up and down the strip, looking at signs, you're not necessarily going to see all these things that I'm going to talk about. So a good reason to plan ahead and, yeah. and try something like the, yeah. the go Vegas pass. Yeah. And you could totally do the Avenger station without the go pass, but you're going to be spending a little bit more money. Um, and again, th- with a lot of these things, and this is a COVID thing, they had reserved times. The 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 Avenger station did not, but some of these activities I'm going to talk about, you had to actually reserve your time ahead of time. Um, and so so that's something to keep in mind there. The Avenger station was awesome. It was, you know, we are we are Marvel nuts, we are Marvel movie nuts. My son and I love the comic books. It was it was a really cool interactive thing. Yeah, I saw the pictures that you were posting on it and looked absolutely amazing especially for a marvel fanatic yeah yeah so this is uh that's a pretty full day without having schoolwork and 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 work work how about how much time did your kids spend i'm asking as a a fellow parent how much time your kids were able to spend or had to spend on on school before heading out to red rock canyon i think our i think our time at red rock that first time was like 12 30 so okay. I think we left the we left the the hotel about about 11:45, 12 o'clock. Cool. And we stopped. We had we had ordered um lunch from Panera. And so we ordered that ahead of time. So we just pulled right in there and 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 the lunch was ready and we took that out to have a picnic with us. So it, it was very quick. Now remember too, we were on a time difference. So we were up early. 
I mean, I mean, sure. it wasn't uncommon for us to be all be up by 6.15 or 6.30 because of that time difference. So if my kids were missing stuff, stuff hadn't necessarily been posted for that day, but they could catch up with things. Right. It's 11.45 for you, but it's yeah. 1.45 back home. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So just yep. amazed at how much you can, you can get in. Yeah. But you don't miss work in school. That's yeah. That's no. Awesome. And yeah, absolutely. Well, and we kind of lucked out. Um, the kids were going to miss three days of school. Then we were going to obviously make that up through remote learning and stuff. But because of the number of snow days with the storm, they mm-hmm. actually didn't only miss two days over the course of this trip, even nice. with extending our trip out. So our school was at a point where we had used enough snow days where everything, every snow day moving forward was remote learning. So they, they were they were all set to go with that. And kind of a callback to the episode on traveling with kids about how it helps build character, uh, you know, maintaining their their schoolwork and, and keeping up with it while yeah. on trip outside of their normal comfortable yeah. element, I think is a really good well, practice for And for we told them when, when we decided to take them, we said, here's what we want to do, but here's what we expect. You know, yeah, we're, we're going to have time, you know, especially because mom was going for a conference. Right. Sure. And and we didn't want to constantly be pulling her away from that because that's not appropriate. The, the reason that she's there is for a meeting. So she's going to be away. I'm going to have stuff to do. So you've got to be able to do this. And and I was really proud of our kids, what, what they were able to do that week. I mean, they they buckled down. They did their work. Um, it, it worked out really well. And then that that last or that first full day, then we just ended um, that night in the in the hotel when we had a movie. We brought our Roku, which that's another piece of advice. You know, you've talked about that with traveling with families, have a comfort item for us, to be quite honest. The Roku Roku. is that, you know, we have our shows, you know, we have our our streaming services and it helps to calm everybody down. And. I would suggest build in that quiet time, especially when you're on a different time zone. It just helps to kind of, we, when we go on vacation, we kind of chill in the evenings anyway. Um, that night was our kids' first reaction to the strip. And so, right. you know, walking back from Adventure Station. So I think they were, they were kind of happy to just kind of have a few, <laughs> a few minutes to decompress there. I, I suppose that could be overwhelming. Now, the, yeah. I think the important question, the main thing that you, that we would want to make sure you accomplished on this trip is, uh, is when did you get to watch WandaVision? We watched WandaVision that Friday night. Okay. So that, that was, that was what we Good. watched that, uh, that night and, and our whole family enjoys watching that. So, so that was a, that that's a Friday must have, as soon as mom gets Absolutely. home from work, we have the, we have the Disney plus, uh, ready to go. The pizzas are, are there on the <laughs> counter and it's WandaVision time. So we didn't miss that in Vegas. Cool. So tell me about Saturday. So Saturday, the same thing in the morning, we, we did work. Um, the, my wife went to her conference and then we had, The second activity that we booked, it's going to sound a lot like the adventures, but it was actually at the MGM Grand. There's a Hunger Games exhibit. Cool. Um, And so this was props from the movie, information from the movie. And they actually had as part of it an interactive archery exhibit. So they had like this screen and you could actually do archery and stuff like you were in a battle with the with the capital and stuff like that. That was really, really cool. Um, and so the kids really enjoyed that. So my son had chosen the adventures. My daughter had had chosen Hunger Games, but everybody really enjoyed that. Smart kids. Um, yeah. 
And so then we did some shopping, the strip by that point on Saturday, the strip had gotten a little crazier. This was over President's Day weekend, Valentine's Day weekend. So it was a little, a little heavier. Um, so one of the things that we did was we had a very early dinner and that's a, that's a recommendation I always have for families is it's probably not a bad idea to have dinner a little off times, you know, mm-hmm. dinner a little bit early, maybe have a, 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 uh, early dinner is, is better. I would rather have an early dinner and a snack later than try to mess with everybody at, you know, main eating times. Absolutely. And so we did that. And then we went zip lining. Ooh. So the, one of the casinos has built up the, the link casino has built up a promenade along the side with shops and restaurants and everything. And above that you can zip line. Um, and, and so that was a lot of fun. Um, that was something that all of us wanted to do. And again, with this pass, we were able to bypass the line. So the weather had kind of this, this um, activity had gone down for a while. So there was this kind of buildup of people waiting to get tickets. We walked Ooh. right in with our QR code, went right up the elevator and did our zip Very cool. So what did you think of Link? I've seen it showing up in searches for Las Vegas. We only went into the casino to get to the zip line area. And that is one thing I'll say with, with kids is they're going to get used to being in the casino areas uh, because that's the major thoroughfares ob- for obvious reasons of the hotel. So sure. I, I haven't been in the resort proper, but that whole area along there, the promenade area is really, really cool. Cool. Yeah. Lots of, lots of shopping, lots of restaurants. Yeah. Really. We, we ate at a really great pizza place in that area that day. That is a definite change from the last time I went to Vegas was it back then they did not want kids in the casinos at all. So yeah. And, and, and again, you kind of have to, you know, we didn't, nobody gave us the stink eye. We didn't have any trouble because, because we were in the, then the thoroughfares. Now, if the kids came off on the side with me, mm-hmm. you know, to, to watch me play slots or something like that, that, that would have been then, a big no, no. They'd have something to say. Absolutely. So Sunday we took another day trip um, or partial day trip. We drove out to Hoover Dam and that's about a 30 minute drive outside of Las Vegas. And my wife, after she graduated from college, she actually took a cross country road trip by herself and had always talked about the Hoover Dam being one of the most amazing things that she saw on that trip. And so anytime we talked about Las Vegas, she talked about wanting to go out there. And so obviously with the kids, we thought that'd be great. And it was really, really cool. Have you been to uh, to Hoover Dam, Shane? No, never been to the Hoover Dam. It is really neat. So right now, because of COVID, the tours weren't open, but you can still obviously go all around the, the dam, see the areas. It's really, really neat. Yeah, the views, the pictures you sent were spectacular, but a spectacular view. Yeah. And and so we got to drive out there. We got to see a different part of the country. You know, the kids cracked up because one of them was standing in uh, Arizona. One of them was standing in Nevada. <laughs> you know, we got that picture and everything. And so it was, it was really neat to see. Then we headed back to Las Vegas, had some dinner. And um, actually, that was Valentine's Day. So I had I had reserved the four of us a special dinner at a place in our casino or our resort that I knew we'd all like. And then we went to the top of the Strat and that's in the Strat Casino. And that is the largest observation tower in the United States. Interesting. And so you're overlooking the lights of Las Vegas. You're overlooking the Strip. Um, I would say out of the four of the things that we did, this was probably our least favorite 
But I think part of that was we had to wait a long time to get there. And it was very cold that night. So I think if, if, if we had gone out on a more of a normal evening and everything had been smooth, I think it would have been a really nice way to spend the evening. Maybe if it wasn't on a weekend. Yes. Right. Or at least on, not on a holiday. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like I said, we extended our trip by a few days. So I wanted to, to share one more activity that we did. This was not part of our go pass because we got the four activity pass, but if we would have gotten the unlimited pass or like the five or seven activities, this would have been included. And that was um, one of the days my wife uh, worked for most of the day from the hotel room. She's a physician, so she was able to do telemedicine um, visits from, from the computer. And so uh, I, and my kids were done with schoolwork. And so I took them away for a few hours and we went to Mandalay Bay, which was right down the road on the strip. And we went to the shark reef aquarium and it was an aquarium and a virtual reality experience. Um, And that was really, really cool. And like I said, if we would have gotten a, a higher level go pass that would have been included and a lot of other stuff that had we known everything that we were going to do, we probably would have gotten the unlimited because then we would have been able to go do this, go do that. Um, You know, certain things that we would, we would have wanted to go up to the top of the Eiffel tower at Paris, which was right across the street. Um, The, the roller coaster at New York, New York was included in that. So just a lot of those things that, you know, you could really, if you wanted to with a pass like that, you could really maximize your time and do a lot of things. Sure. But, I, but you want to get out and see Hoover Dam. Yes. And, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that was my, our kids absolutely love that because it's just so different than the Midwest. I mean, both of our kids have traveled out to Colorado. Um, you know, I've seen mountains and things, but the Red Rocks, it's just, it's breathtaking. I mean, it's just, it's an amazing place to, to wander around, to, to breathe some fresh air. Yeah. That they, they I, I, our trip would have been lacking without those two trips out of the city. Absolutely. But even within the city, there's lots of different activities to do. And that was the, the planned part of the trip. Right. Then you got to extend it. Okay. Then we, then we extended a little bit. So like I said, we went out to Red Rocks, um, another time, um, we did a couple different activities and we just, I, honestly, we just had downtime as a family. I, I think this was, this was one of the best trips we've had in a while. Um, and I don't know if it's because we haven't traveled as much with COVID or what, but everybody got along. We did a lot of different things. People were excited to do stuff. And when you're traveling with teenagers, that doesn't always happen. So, so this, I, I was just, I was glad to have this time. And it sounds like you exemplified something that we've advised several times, which is not feeling the need to, to fill every minute with yeah. an activity and really enjoy that downtime. Yeah. I mean, I mean, our thing, our plan was, okay, we're here for a certain amount of days. We have a certain number of activities on this pass. We're going to plan, you know, two activities this day, two activities this day. Everything else is, is gravy. Anything else that we get to do is, is great. Fun. So I do have, uh, as far as specific with our experience, I have some considerations. Some of these may be cons. Um, I say they're more considerations just to think about with your family. And I said earlier, especially if if you're not there to do the obvious things of gambling, going out to clubs, things like that, you do have to search some of these out. Um, 
as far as, you know, we would have never known about the Avengers station. We would have never known about Hunger Games had I not taken the time to look through all this stuff before we went. So when you got the the, the pass, did it have some recommendations for activities or a it, list it just of it had a list of everything. So you could go through and you could see stuff. And okay. then we would we would we would take those things and go to that website to learn more and stuff. Yeah, because a lot um, of this isn't what you think of when you think of Vegas. Right. It's not I, I, Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And, and again, we knew that going with kids, we were going to have to kind of think outside the box. And I'm glad that we did. Um, also, you know, you do have to plan a little bit more. And some of this is COVID because of capacities. Um, so, for instance, right now, any type of restaurant has to take reservations. So we okay. would go to an IHOP for breakfast. We had to either, they had to either have space or we had to have a reservation and all restaurants are at 25% capacity and you can't have groups that are larger than four, which obviously our family is a party of four. So that's perfect. But my wife actually had a, a friend go and they had a family of six and they had to split up. Oh, wow. So this is so, that's something you want to keep in mind. Yeah. And, and again, that's, that's obviously COVID specific right now, but I would say in general, plan out your meals because you're not going to be able to walk into a place. So whether you're using Yelp or open table, we did a lot of things where it was kind of like, okay, what do we want? You know, it's 10 o'clock in the morning, but we mm -hmm. have to know what we want for dinner tonight because we have to make a reservation. And most of the time there was a reservation, but if we hadn't gotten those, we would have run into problems. Would have been hungry. Yeah. There were a lot of people there in Vegas. Um, and I say that, I mean, obviously you know that, but he, but by COVID standards, even though we've been to the theme park several times with, with Disney, there were a lot of people, especially on that weekend. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, if your kids aren't used to being around a lot of people, walking through crowds, kind of that situational awareness, Vegas is definitely a place you want to do that. And there's a lot of walking. You don't think about walking in Vegas, there's a lot of walking up and down the strip and it's often up down walking. So there's stairs, there's escalators because you're crossing the street on bridges, you know, so there's just a lot going on that you have to be familiar with. Um, obviously <laughs> there's the bad behavior, um, but not as bad as I remember. Um, I think, I think the coronavirus has cut down a lot on the street stuff, you know, passing out the flyers, uh -huh. you know, kind of catcalling, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But, but obviously it's still there. Um, you know, we, we kind of joked my, the, the day before we left, my son and I went to get our haircut and our barber goes to Vegas quite a bit. And so he kind of jokingly said to my son, Hey, watch out for the pretty ladies. And my son's kind of like, what, what is he talking about? <laughs> I said, well, we'll just, you know, the, the, right. the girls that are dressed up like flamingo dancers to, sure. to have pictures and stuff. And it was not it again, it was not as bad as I remember, but it was definitely there. Um, but one thing that, that my kids were not prepared for, and quite frankly, I hadn't thought about is there's a ton of smoke. You know, because you're walking mm. through casinos. They haven't gone non-smoking yet. There are a few. So my tip would be if that's something that's really going to bother you, look, stay someplace where um, where there's a non-smoking casino. Like the MGM Park is now non-smoking. Um, but it's going to be there. You're going to walk through it. It's going to be around both cigarette smoke and marijuana smoke is, is, is going to be around while you're, while you're there. And so if you're not used to that, if your kids aren't used to that, that's something to to consider. Yeah. Cause that's something I used, I used to be used to it, but now so many places yeah. now are non-smoking that I, 
as used to it as I was before. I can't take it now. No, not restaurants and and not your sure, hotel but room. Just, but you know the yeah. casino. You know, as you walk out, you're you're yeah. again you're walking through the thoroughfare of the casinos. Definitely, and, good and to we'll know. be there. Yeah. So, what do you think, Shane? Does this sound like a family vacation location? I think so. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta do what's right for your family, but I think. I know mine would enjoy it and I know a lot of families who would enjoy it. Yeah. And I think, especially with older kids, I think it's a great place. I mean, we, we obviously saw toddlers and I just, I, I'm not sure what you do in Vegas with that. I mean, I maybe the same as other vacation spots, you go to the pool <laughs> or something like that. But I think for our kids, there was enough interesting things to do that they, they enjoyed. And I even asked them the last night, I said, okay, I'm going to be talking on the podcast about, going to Vegas with families. Is this a family spot? And they both said, you know, my, my son's 12, my daughter's daughter's 14, almost 15. And they both said, absolutely. They said, we've done enough stuff both in Vegas and on our day trips that, that this is a great spot. So they'd want to go back. Yeah, they, they would, they, they, they would definitely want to go back. In fact, they're, well, the next time we come, we want to do this the next time we, so, you know, that to me, that proves a good family vacation. Well, if they need any tips on roulette, I am not the person to help. Okay. Well, hey, <laughs> you you saw you saw my social media post. I, yes. I had I bet a whopping three dollars over the course of my time on the slots, and I came home with three dollars and ten cents. I think you should be proud of your temperance. You did I should. Well. You did I, quite I well. should. I should. <laughs> One thing I would say is, you know, we we talk about working with a, a travel advisor, and you know. One thing on this trip is you may be going to a meeting or a conference where your accommodations are already booked, but you see how invaluable that Vegas Go Pass was. Don't hesitate to reach out and work with somebody to set up your activities, your tickets. We're more than happy to help you with things like that. Um, We work with vendors to find um, shows, restaurants, and tickets for activities like this. We would love to help you with that. If we can be helpful on an upcoming vacation for you or your family, reach out to us at vacationplanning at allthingstravelshow.com. Remember, it's our job to make you a vacation planning superhero. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you can join us next time on All Things Travel. And remember, never stop exploring.